But this morning, I want to share with you, and I want to talk about Jesus. Uh, there's many things we can talk about uh, as churches. And uh, unfortunately, right now, you're seeing a lot of churches talk about a lot of different things that are not about Jesus at all. And uh, we're seeing that lots of people are getting caught up in all the controversies, the COVID, the politicians, and all the things that are going on in our world. And uh, sadly, we're seeing a lot of the church speaking on all those issues and not talking about Jesus at all. And I really feel that the church is being called back to say it's time to speak about Jesus and get back to talking about Jesus because that really is our calling. That really is our job. Matthew 28, 16 to 20, uh, that's where we have the Great Commission. And it says, Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some of them doubted. And Jesus came and he told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts here this morning. And so this morning, I want to share with you about the importance of talking about Jesus. Now, this is really crucial for us as Christians to understand that our message is to be about Jesus. Because every Christian has a commission to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and get that message out to those around us and to our whole world. And that's why we as a church, we have as our mission statement to reach out and raise up committed followers of Christ. So we we value the teachings of Jesus Christ. And so if you come to this church, if you're watching us online, uh, and everyone is always welcome to come, you will hear us teach and talk about Jesus because Jesus is important to us. Really, it should be an important focus of every church and of every Christian that we would talk and want to talk about Jesus. That should be the first thing that all of us should be talking about. Now, I realize that some people want us to be spending our time talking about the things happening in our world right now. Lots of messages can be found about, you know, vaccinations, about COVID, about our rights, about protesting, about conspiracies, our view of politics, and who should be getting in in this next election, and all those kinds of things. And I can talk to you about those things if you really want, but it's really just going to be opinions. And uh, i much rather talk about what I know, and that's to talk about Jesus. Now, if you have concerns, I know with COVID, vaccination, mask wearing, all that kind of stuff right now, if you have questions about that, don't be looking to the ministers. We, we are not skilled in that area. I didn't train to know about medicine and all those things, but I do know people that have. And if you're concerned about those things, I encourage you to talk to your doctor, your pharmacist, your health professional, because they're the experts, not pastors. And I know there's lots of pastors out there right now, and they're giving you all these instructions about what you should be doing, shouldn't be doing. I think we need to look to professionals. There's people called of God in the professional realms, and uh, my job is preaching. It's not uh, medical. And so uh, talk to them. Talk to them. We've got some great uh, people right here in our own church, doctors, pharmacists, uh, medical uh, staff that would be very happy to help talk to you about those things. 
Now, we are paying attention to what is going on. You know, we're not putting our head in the sand or anything like that. But we want to be practicing and, and, and focusing on being, having proper examples of Christianity as we, as we respond to all these things. So we want to be kind. I find it really unfortunate that that's a word that's coming across in a lot of Christian posts out there. People, let's remind ourselves, be kind. Be kind. Be kind, be loving, be understanding, caring, praying, pointing people to Jesus. And as we should be looking for those opportunities to be of help and show our Christianity in action. For example, if you know somebody that has COVID and, or somebody who's been in contact with COVID and they're uh, right now under isolation, it makes it really hard to get groceries and other things that they need, volunteer Go and get their groceries for them. Go and, and do what they need to get picked up or whatever that you can help them out. Pray, through, pray with people that you know are going through difficult times and struggling right now. Uh, numbers of people right here in our own church going through difficulties, going through sicknesses, diseases. Pray for them. Pray for people, especially those who are sick, especially those whose lives are in the balance of life and death suffering from cancer or suffering from these new variants of COVID. We can show our Christianity by helping people. We can show our Christianity by loving on people. We can show people that we know Jesus by doing as Jesus would do. We can show our Christianity by volunteering to help with activities that are going on in our community, just like this past week with Rodeo Week. A number of you were involved with your companies or places that you work with or you were just volunteering uh, to help out during COVID week and uh, sorry during rodeo week and uh, we do appreciate that and thank you for your involvement there's also a treaty walk uh, today uh, that is going from uh, St. Paul I believe to uh, Fort Pitt in Saskatchewan and they'll be walking down the uh, Iron Horse Trail and uh, so they asked us if we would uh, uh, meet them at uh, St. Edward and uh, to uh, bring refreshments for those who are walking. And so that's what we will be doing. So if you want to help me, you'll also need to have your own vehicle uh, to be able to drive down there. But anyway, you can talk to me afterwards about that. But we as a church, we want to demonstrate a positive view of Christianity that will draw people to Christ and not turn people away from him. Our message is to be about Jesus. He's the answer, he's our Savior, and he's our God, and he's big enough to meet all the needs that we're seeing in our world today. We want to honor the Word of God, the Bible. We want to honor Jesus by what we say and by what we do. And, and you'll find that admonishment throughout scriptures that we're to do that. And, you know, especially it points out to us, if you read the scripture, it actually points out when you're facing times of controversies, well, there's discussions taking place that can sometimes uh, lead to uh, uh, matters of division uh, to take place. And, and there's lots of instruction when those times come in our lives. And one of them is found in Titus 2, 7 to 8, and it says, And you yourself, when you're facing these kinds of things, uh, must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Then those who oppose you will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. So we have a job. We have a commission to do as a church. 
and as Christians. And that is to talk and focus on Jesus. And that's a reminder that is spoken often, often Scripture, and it's something as a church that we do. We consider that as important. And so you're going to hear a lot about Jesus if you come to this church or if you're listening to us online. And with all that's going on in the world, you know, I think the world would really welcome the church to start talking about Jesus instead of religion and controversies and politics and medicine and conspiracies and spiritual pedigrees. I think they would welcome us to be talking about Jesus. And so let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. As a church, we're to be talking about Jesus. That's really, really important. It's something that we are commissioned to do, to talk about Jesus that people might know that he truly is the answer that we need, that he is the way, that he is the truth, that he is the life. All people need to know who Jesus is, and all people need to know uh, to be able to come to place their faith in him. And so this morning, that's all I want to do. I just want to talk about Jesus. Because all through Scripture, it talks about him. And I'm just going to refer to a few portions of Scripture. I'm not going to refer to the whole Bible, but just a few portions of Scripture that just kind of show us the importance of Jesus, that we need to know who Jesus is and that our message needs to be about Jesus. And one of those stories comes from uh, the occasion where Jesus asked that question to Peter. And in the Gospel of Matthew, we have a wonderful confession of Peter where he declares who Jesus is. And it's kind of interesting, I find, as you read that, that here is Jesus, who spent all this time with his disciples, taking some time to say, do you really know who I am? Who do people say I am? But more importantly, who do you say I am? And that's something that's very important for all of us, that we might know who Jesus is. You know, the, today we have such confusion uh, about Jesus, and sometimes even as leaders of churches and leaders of religion, uh, there's a confusion out there, and we need to be able to answer that question, who Jesus is. We find that in Matthew 16, 13 to 16, it says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then he asked them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. You know, a lot of people have different views of who Jesus is. Uh, Some people just think he's one of many religious leaders that he's one of many ways to heaven. Some think that, well, you know what? He was a nice teacher. He was a nice preacher, a rabbi, a prophet that talked about God. Some looked at Jesus as a good teacher that had good morals for living. Others thought of Jesus as a healer and as a miracle worker. But Jesus pressing the point with his disciples, and I believe he wants to stress the point with each one of us today as well, Stress the need for us to know for ourselves who is Jesus. Was Jesus, is he just some rabbi or spiritual figurehead in our lives? Uh, Is he just some nice person? Is it, you know, is it just uh, somebody who does miracles or helps us in our times of need? Who is this Jesus? And so after hearing about 
what the world thought of Jesus. Jesus wanted to know what his own disciples thought of Jesus. And Peter, the most outspoken of all the disciples, he responded very quickly and responded with a truth and revelation that I believe all the other disciples knew as well, that Jesus was the Christ, the promised Messiah, the Son of the living God. And so Peter declared that. And as he declared that, uh, Jesus said to him that, you know, this is more than just a mental knowledge here, but something that has been revealed to you by a divine revelation, a spiritual encounter that led him to believe that Jesus was indeed who he said he was. And that's what all of us need as well. Uh, there's many people that have, in their minds, they know who Jesus is, but in their hearts and in their spirit, they've not experienced him. And that's something that God wants to touch in all of our lives. He wants to encounter us. He wants us to experience him. And uh, I would encourage you, if you've never experienced Jesus in your life, to know that he's real, that you would just cry out to God today and ask him to do that and make himself real in your life today. If Jesus is our Savior, if Jesus is God to us, then that's something that we need to know because our whole faith lies upon who is Jesus. Who is Jesus? So who is Jesus to you? That's an important question. He asked that to his own disciples, so I'm sure he would ask all of us the very same thing. Who do you say that I am? Who am I to you? And have you experienced him? Well, I trust that you have, that you experienced, that he is real. For the Bible tells us, so God so loved the world, John 3:16, that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. It's important we know who Jesus is for ourselves and for our eternity because our faith can only go so far before we need to address whether or not we really do know Jesus Christ. So may we, like Peter, be able to respond that, yes, I do know who you are, Jesus. You are the Christ. You are my Savior. You are my God. You are my King. You are my Lord. That we would respond in like manner. And as we continue to talk about Jesus and the importance of knowing him, there's another interesting story that kind of came to remembrance as I was thinking about Jesus, where John the Baptist, he asked about Jesus, and he asked if, if Jesus was really was the one that he was declaring. You find that in Luke chapter 7, 20 to 22. It says, John the Baptist's two disciples found Jesus and said to him, John the Baptist sent us to ask, are you the Messiah We've been expecting. Or should we keep looking for someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many people of their diseases, illnesses, and evil spirits. He restored sight to many who were blind. And then he told John's disciples, Go back to John and tell him what you've seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured, the deaf fear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. It's kind of interesting that John the Baptist would ask us, especially since he, he was the forerunner. He was the person that was out there telling people to prepare themselves for the coming of the Lord, for the coming of the Messiah. So here he was preaching all these years about that, and, and now when he's in prison, now when he's being persecuted, now with death you know, being held over his head, he's beginning to wonder, is Jesus really, really the person that I've been preaching? And, you know, we need to understand that sometimes we will go through 
times in our life, difficult times in our lives where our faith will be challenged. We will come to that place, well, do you really, really believe that Jesus is the Savior? Uh, one of those times that it often happens is when uh, we have sickness or when we're dying and we're knowing we're about to die. You know what? Your faith really becomes really important to you, but you'll also sometimes question your faith and say, well, is this really true? Are all these things, am I really going to heaven? And you sometimes question those things. And so that's what John was doing. He knew what was coming for him. He knew that he was soon going to be killed uh, because of his preaching. So he's looking to Jesus for some comforting words. And that's the right place to look. When we get in those places where, you know, we're kind of questioning our faith, we're questioning, you know, is it, is it really true? Is our faith really, really true? It's good to then to look to Jesus and just say, Jesus I need some comforting words from you. I need some assurance from you. And God likes to give us those kinds of insurance uh, that we have. And you'll notice that Jesus did not rebuke John the Baptist or his disciples for asking him that, are you the one or not? And, you know, many times ourselves, if we, have, we come across somebody that's questioning their faith, we're going to rebuke them. Jesus didn't rebuke them. Instead, he sent him back an encouraging word that would... Help John the Baptist know that, no, John, you've been doing a great job. You've done what you've been called to do. And, and, and so Jesus uh, tells us that uh, he sent back some words to John that would offer proof to him and, ring, and bring comfort to him uh, to know that, yes, indeed, that Jesus was the Messiah. And, and Jesus just simply refers to things like, what am I doing? And Jesus was curing people of their diseases, their illnesses, their sicknesses. He was delivering people from evil spirits. He was literally restoring blind eyes so people could see. The lame walked, the crippled got healed. Those with deadly diseases like leprosy, which to me would be like a cancer in today's society, people were healed of that. People were healed of deafness. Even people who died were raised back to life again. And to further prove who he was, Jesus told John, and I'm preaching the good news to everyone that I see and hear, that I am the way, the truth, the life, and the Savior of the world. So those were powerful words that identified who Jesus is. And those are kind of words, I think, that we need to remind ourselves of, of who is our Jesus. See, we often get to that place that he's my Savior, he's my Lord, but sometimes we don't always get the place to believe that he's also our healer and he's also our deliverer. And that's who our Jesus is. He, he's a God that can deliver us from sin, but he's also a God that can de deliver us from a lot of difficulty, problems, and, and things that are going on in our world. He's also a God that can heal us of our sicknesses and our diseases. And I, and I think that's something that we really need to be pressing in more for that Jesus is our Savior, Jesus is, our, is the Son of God, Jesus is the promised one for heaven, He's our healer, deliverer, Savior, and miracle worker. And I think we really need to press in for that. And I know many of you, along with myself, have been praying for years that people would experience Jesus in the whole gospel, the whole gospel of salvation, deliverance, and healing. And that is be evident in our churches today. I think we need to be talking about something. I think maybe we should be talking about what really needs to be taking place in the church and, and talking about that 
People need to be getting saved. People need to be getting healed. People need to be getting uh, delivered. We need to see signs and wonders uh, following them. Listen to the commission that Jesus gave to us. Matthew 10, 7 to 8, he said, Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, cast out demons, give as freely as you have received. And I believe that's really part of the Great Commission for us as well, not just to preach Jesus, but to also demonstrate Jesus with the miraculous. I, I still believe that God wants to do great things in our midst and in our area. And uh, as I was saying earlier in our announcements, you know, uh, a, a prophetic man uh, is coming to share at the end of this month about a dream that he had about this area and uh, it was a very powerful encounter that he had, and he wanted to share about it. And I thought, well, if, that's, if it's as powerful as he tells me that it is, I want to hear that because that's what I've been praying for. That's what I'm believing for. And I know that many of you have been doing the same thing. We want to see the supernatural. And I believe it's time for the supernatural to be seen in God's church. And uh, so we're believing God for that. We, we want to see signs, wonders, miracles. I want to see people healed. I want to see people cured. I don't want to see people die. I don't want to see people that get COVID die. I don't want to see people that get cancer die. I want to see them get healed. I want to see people that have been struggling with uh, various addictions that they get set free from addictions. Those that are dealing with mental health issues that God brings healing to them and sets them free in those areas. I, I want to see those things, you know, and we see those things are happening in our world. They are taking place. Every one of those things that are mentioned in Scripture are taking place in our world, but very little in North America for some reason. I can probably give a few reasons why, but that's from here or there. Our point is that we need to see more of the miraculous. There's people right here at our church that need to experience a miracle in their health right here in our own church. And uh, we are believing for that. We are praying for that. We're still holding on to that. And if you're sick or if you're going through an illness, we want to be praying for you because we believe that prayer does make a difference and that through prayer there can be healing. And so we're, we're praying for that. That's the Jesus that we believe in. That's the Jesus that we proclaim. That's the Jesus that we're professing in this church. We, we, we believe he's real. We believe that he really does touch lives. We really believe that he transforms people and changes people and can turn our lives totally around and make something beautiful out of our lives. And that's the God that we serve. That's the God we preach. That's the God we proclaim. But I'd like to share just one more reference about Jesus this morning. And that's the Apostle Paul's response to who Jesus is. Now, the Apostle Paul, he preached, he taught many deep messages about who Jesus was. And uh, as, you, as you read the scriptures that Paul wrote, uh, very, very strong uh, in the areas of Christology. Very, very strong. And from his own supernatural encounter on the Emmaus Road to the many encounters he had after that, where he witnessed Jesus touching so many people, salvations, deliverances from demons, miraculous deliverances, healings galore. He saw so many things. And that faith... Uh, to believe came from understanding of who Jesus was. And, and listen to this statement that Paul says about Jesus in Philippians 2, verses 9 to 11. He says, Therefore God elevated him, Jesus, 
to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so when we think of that name Jesus, we need to be talking about that name. Why would should we be keep talking about that name? Well, he, his name leads us to salvation. That's the only way we're going to be saved. But Bible says there is no other name higher in authority that we can pray to or believe in than Jesus. And it tells us that one day every knee is going to bow, every knee, is, every person is going to confess, whether here in this life or in eternity, that Jesus Christ is who he said he is, that he is God and there is no other. Acts 4.12 says, There is salvation and no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we might be saved. So the name of Jesus is the greatest name that you can proclaim. There is no other name in all of the universe that is greater than the name of Jesus. And that's why people don't like the name Jesus. That's why you hear people use Jesus as a curse word. But as they do that, they don't recognize what they're doing because they're talking about somebody who is far greater than anyone else in the whole universe. That name of Jesus is greater It's greater than all of our problems. That name of Jesus is greater than all of our difficulties. That name of Jesus is greater than all of our oppression. That name of Jesus is greater than all our sicknesses. That name of Jesus is greater than all our diseases. That name of Jesus is greater than all of our politics or all the other things and greater than COVID and all those other things that we're facing. Whatever you're facing today, the name of Jesus is greater is greater. There's great authority and power in Jesus' name. And we recognize that as a church. And we continue to proclaim that name because the name of Jesus is above every other name. So that's what you're going to hear if you come to this church or if you watch us online. You're going to hear us talk about Jesus. Jesus. And this morning, I really bring this message to you because I really feel the Lord is just saying to you, you know what? The church needs to get back to talking about me, to talking about you. It's getting caught up in all the controversies and all the things that are going on in our world right now, and your church is losing its focus. The church needs to get its focus back to be talking about who we are called and who we are commissioned to talk about, and that is Jesus. Jesus. That's who we are to be claiming. That's who we are to be talking about. It's our job. It's our calling. It's our commission as Christians to be talking about Jesus. So let's not sell our Savior short as we talked about last week. He is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. He's the answer for what's going in our lives and what's going on in our world today. He's the answer. He's the answer we don't have it all. We don't got it, you know, even in our science and all the, our, our intelligence and our studies and all those things. We are nothing compared to Jesus. Jesus has the name above all names. So I want to encourage you, start speaking the name of Jesus. Start speaking the name of Jesus over those things that are upsetting you or maybe confusing you or maybe got you worried, maybe got you fearful. Start speaking the name Jesus. 
If you're struggling with fear and anxiety, start speaking the name Jesus. If you're facing relationship problems, speak the name of Jesus. If you're facing financial issues, speak the name of Jesus. If you're suffering from sickness or disease, if you've got a death sentence over your head, speak the name of Jesus. He's a big God. His hand is not too short to intervene in our lives. And if you don't know what to say or if you don't know what to pray, just speak the name Jesus. Jesus. Sometimes we get caught up and think, oh, I have to have this big, wonderful prayer and i got to see all these things. Just speak Jesus. 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 I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know what to pray anymore, but just speak his name, Jesus. Jesus. Have faith in him. Have faith in him. It's what we need to be speaking in. It's what we need to be declaring right now. And as we do, I, I believe that faith will arise, miracles will start happening, and our world conditions will start turning around as we start looking to our true hope that can change our world. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And if you're here today or maybe you're watching today and you've never placed your faith in Jesus before, I want to encourage you, why not today? Why not just mention that name, Jesus? You may not know how to pray or what do I do. You know what? A lot of times just call the name Jesus. You know, you, you can say prayers like, Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my life today. I, I ask you to come into my life, forgive me of my sin. Uh, I want to live a new life. You can say prayers like that. But sometimes just a simple prayer of Jesus. Jesus. He knows what you need. He knows what you're trying to ask. He knows what's on your heart. If you just simply speak that name of Jesus. As we close here this morning, our musicians are going to come back and just close us in a, in a song that just encourages us to, to focus on Jesus. And, and that's what we want to do. We want to keep doing that. We want to keep focusing on Jesus. And as a church, as a pastor, I want to keep focusing on Jesus. I want to keep reminding myself to, listen, get back, focus on Jesus. He's the answer. He's the longing of our hearts. He's the one that can make a difference. You know, we can have a hope in prime ministers and presidents and different leaders of the world. We can have hopes in all these kinds of things. The greatest hope you have is Jesus Christ. If we start looking to Jesus, he can take care of all the other situations that are out there in our world. But let's focus on him. So let us stand together as we close with this uh, song. That Kelly and Clayton are, are going to lead us in. And I just encourage you this morning, if you're here and whatever problem seems too big for you, whatever has really got you overly concerned or worried, just say his name this morning. Jesus. Jesus. You don't have to have big fancy words or big fancy prayers speak the name that's above every other name you got cancer today Jesus Jesus you got COVID today Jesus Jesus you got some other kind of sickness or disease Jesus Jesus I speak the name of Jesus over every problem, over every situation, over every circumstance, 
that is holding back your people, that is causing division in your people, that is causing people to lose hope, that is causing people to have fear, I speak the name of Jesus. And we break those powers of the enemy, where the enemy uh, has got people bound, where they don't think there's any freedom available. They feel that they're stuck. I speak the name of Jesus over you today. I speak the name of Jesus over your situation and over your circumstance. I speak the name of Jesus over your sickness and over your disease today. I speak to that cancer and we command that to go in the name of Jesus. We speak over that COVID today and we command it to go in the name of Jesus. We speak to that backslidden person that's fallen away from God. That loved one that maybe is no longer serving the Lord. We speak the name of Jesus over them. And that they would encounter Jesus afresh and anew today. We speak Jesus. Whatever your problem, whatever your difficult might be. Maybe you're homeless today. Maybe you're facing a situation that nobody knows about. And you're in pain today because of it. Jesus. We speak Jesus. We speak Jesus today. You are our hope. You are our God. You are our deliverer. You are our miracle worker. You are our healer. You are the Lord of lords and the King of kings. There is no name that is greater than your name. And we bow our knee and we acknowledge you today as the Lord Jesus Christ, King of kings, Lord of lords. We honor you today. We welcome you today into all of our lives, into every situation and every circumstance. We declare that Jesus is the name above all names, all names. Think of a name. Jesus is greater. So we speak Jesus today over every situation today. In Jesus' name, amen.